listening to the Angela Henderson Online Business Show, episode 267. Hey there, you amazing human, and welcome to the Angela Henderson Online Business Show, the podcast that is designed for female entrepreneurs who want to make more money in a way that is in alignment for them. If you're looking for practical advice, proven strategies, and expert insights to help you navigate the challenges of growing your business, then you've come to the right place. Welcome, my friend. I am your host, Angela Henderson, a proud Canadian living in beautiful Australia, and I'm a business coach, consultant, and strategist who has helped thousands of women around the world build successful businesses. Through solo episodes and interviews with successful business owners, industry experts, and thought leaders, you'll get insider insights into what it takes to succeed in today's digital age. Whether you're struggling to scale your business, looking for ways to boost your productivity, or seeking ways to overcome the challenges of being an entrepreneur, this show has everything you need to succeed and more. So subscribe, pop your headphones on, and get ready to creating the business and life you deserve today by allowing the Angela Henderson Online Business Show help you create a winning strategy, develop the right mindset, and build lasting wealth. Well, hey there, you amazing human, and welcome back to another awesome episode of the Angela Henderson Online Business Show. I'm your host, Ange, from Angela Henderson Consulting, where I'm an international award-winning business consultant and coach who helps women around the world make more money by creating a personalized business strategy and mastering their mindset so they can create a business and life they love and want to show up for every single day. Today, I am thrilled to be bringing on the podcast my friend Jason Moss, all the way from the good old US of A, where we're going to be chatting about how to use Facebook ads to scale your business past multiple six figures. Jason is doing amazing things in his space and spends around $20,000 a month in Facebook ads. And he's going to share with you the how on the current landscape and how Facebook has changed over the years. He's going to share with you key things you need to do to get started with ads. He's also going to share the mistakes he sees people make when using ads and so much more goodness. Jason is an absolute legend, and you're going to want to stick around to listen to this awesome episode. But before we jump into this episode, I want you to know that this episode is sponsored by my four-week mini mastermind for women in business starting May 22nd through to June 16th, 2023. There are only six spots remaining. This four-week mini mastermind is all about creating clarity, expanding your skills, growing your business, and making more money. Over the four weeks, you will have the opportunity and the benefits you'll see by joining the four-week mini mastermind include things such as but not limited to getting strategic direction, support and accountability, new perspective and insights, networking opportunities, personal and professional growth, access to resources and, and expertise. And what's actually included is you're going to get four weekly two-hour group coaching calls, a one 30-minute private call with me, a one goal-setting session with me, one 90-minute live training with Jackson Milan on the ways of to how to manufacture financial freedom in 10 years or less four mindset coaching calls, private Facebook group, a meet and greet welcome party, and everyday payday revenue stream calculator is going to be an epic four weeks. Again, we're going to be starting on May 22nd through to June 16th. If you're interested in securing one of these final spots, head over to Instagram. My handle is Angela Henderson Consulting or send me an email at info at AngelaHenderson.com.au to make sure that the four-week mini mastermind is exactly what you need to accelerate your growth. Now let's get into today's awesome episode. Hey, 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 Jason, how are you, my friend? 
I'm good. It's good to be here, Angela. Thanks oh for having me. Oh my goodness. It is always so fun just being around your energy. And speaking of being around each other's energy, we were just over in Napa Valley. It feels like forever ago, but it was really less than four weeks ago um, at time of recording. And what a delight it was just to be around you and your, your awesomeness and where you're going uh, in business is collectively equally as awesome. And I know we'll talk about that here shortly, but I'm just, it's a delight to have you here today. And I can't wait for the audience to learn more about Facebook ads and how they're working and how businesses can scale their business. But I always like to ask a fun question at the beginning. Now, we were in Napa Valley and our business coach said to us, you know, how are we bringing fun into our world? And what are we doing to not really kind of just be like business, business, business? And I remember you looked at him and you're like, it was kind of, I can't remember exactly what you said, but you're like, I don't really know. But then there's one item that you promised everyone in the room that you were going <laughs> to purchase uh, in order to infuse more fun into your world and just to kind of just do your own thing, finding hobbies. Because as entrepreneurs, when we're in the thick of it at times, we lose our hobbies. We can also lose ourselves in many ways. So what was the one thing that you promised us that you were going to buy and has it officially been purchased? <laughs> so... So I promised everyone that that I was going to buy an Xbox because I've wanted an Xbox for a long time. And I used to play a lot of video games as a kid. And it was something that I always loved. And then I got old and it was like, video games are not cool anymore. So yes, I went out and I bought that night. I think I went out and I, and I went on Amazon and I bought an Xbox. It has come. And the first game I got was this Harry Potter game, this new Harry Potter game that just came out like a couple months ago. Mm-hmm. It's been a lot of fun. Super glad that I did that and appreciate you and the rest of the crew for the push because <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> it might have taken me a couple more weeks or months to, to to do that myself. No, I love it because again, it's like, it has it brought you fun? Has it brought you joy? Has it taken you back to those younger years, even though you are quite young? Has it taken you back to those younger years? Yeah, it it has. And I think, you know, it's funny. It's, it's, I think sometimes like for, for me, I'll just speak personally, like my, my entrepreneurial journey and the, the, the world of the working, you know, it's like, we get very heavy and serious uh-huh. about things and, and just allowing myself, like giving myself the permission to be able to do that actually was like a, like a radical thing. Uh-huh. And so just being able to do that and step out into that, I think was, was really important. And it has really brought me back, you know, some of that sense of like excitement and joy and just like fun and pleasure of just like doing things, not because there's like a purpose or a reason for them mm-hmm. or that it it makes sense in terms of like my business, but just being able to actually enjoy life and, and have this thing that I hang out and get to just like be a kid again. And I think that's like, whether it's businesses or not, I think people are just so stuck in that, like the grind of just everyday life, right? Wake up pour coffee, go to the computer, drop kids off, come home, watch TV. Like, do you mean that it's almost robotic, right? Whether or not you're in a nine to five or whether or not you're in an entrepreneur space, that's not all the time, but in seasons of growth, I do find it. And I just feel like, you know, COVID brought so many positive things in regards to, there was this notion of slowing down and all that, even though COVID still sucked ass, but there's still some positives that came up, but I feel like we're losing those positives again, right? Just being able to sit in our own space, being able to have fun, being able to have joy, getting off of technology, do you mean as in like, we're, we're, we're not getting like, how do I say, like um, addicted to that, right? And having these outlets for us that allow us that opportunity for joy and space. I don't know. What are your thoughts about that? I agree. I think it's something that, that I have to fight for in my business and in mm-hmm. my life. And mm-hmm. it's very easy for me to get kind of stuck in routines. One of the other things I just did was I, I took a trip by myself to, uh, to Big Sur out in California. 
mm-hmm. uh, just a couple of weeks ago and just took a couple of days completely off the grid, hiked by myself, like got a really nice Airbnb with like this awesome hot tub. It was like right by the beach. It was, so it was such a nice, uh, it was like, and, and, and it was amazing how much not only that did for me and my, just my soul, but also like, I just felt so energized coming back and just feeling like excited and and just rejuvenated and a sense of like aliveness and like the passion and that sense of like enthusiasm for what I do in my business. I think that that so much of that kind of, I felt like I was able to reconnect uh, with, and I wasn't going into the vacation trying to do that, but, but that, that was, that was what happened. Um, mm-hmm. So I get for sure. I think it's something I'm learning to, to, to create a space for play and for fun and for, rest and to not kind of just be in this like cycle all the time of doing and doing and doing and doing. Dude, I love it. You mentioned rest. I mean, rest is so important, but yet people will like just one more hour, one more email, one more video, one more podcast, one more, whatever. I've been sick this last week at time of recording. It's the sickest I've been. And I've had to definitely sit in that space of it is what it is and surrendering. And I'm actually a pretty healthy person, but this, whatever, you know, my boyfriend was sick. I think it was just the accumulation of things, but it reminds you about what's important. And I encourage people to remind themselves who are listening, what's important, how you can infuse fun, how are you to enjoy and where is alignment in your life and in your business? Because if you are unaligned, you're on your way to burnout. It's one of the first signs to look for. So think about that. Now you and I could talk about this stuff for hours, my friend. And I know today we're talking about how to use Facebook ads to scale your business past multiple six figures years. But before we get into that next question, my first thing is, can you just take you know a quick couple of minutes just to explain where did you start in business and where are you at now? Because not everyone listening will know who you are. So let us know a little bit more about you. Yeah, for sure. So I started coaching back in 2016. My first coaching business was helping musicians learn how to record and mix their own music. I actually studied audio engineering and and college and came out of school and was helping artists make records. And so I had this big passion for music and I wanted to share it with other people. And and my first coaching business was really centered around that and Mm -hmm. spent a couple of years doing that. And I scaled that up to my first six figure business, which I think was a big deal. It's like, we all kind of talk about that mythical, you know, six figures. It's it's such a big deal. Um, Honestly, to be, to to be very honest, I, I think, you know, we all probably have this experience in hitting those milestones it was, it was like, okay, I hit six figures. So what? Um, and, and, and for me, it was like, okay, I I get bored of things, you know, quickly. I don't, I mean, I, I, I like to change and and evolve and shift. So after a couple of years of doing that, uh, one of my best friends was also scaling a very similar business and things really kind of took off. And, and so I ended up stepping into that business as a director of sales and, and scaling this this multi seven figure coaching business and, and, and leading a sales team in that space. And, and, and it was like a whole new world of, of sales and, and learning how to, how to really scale, uh, like a, like a rapidly growing coaching business. And I spent some time there and then hopped down to that and, and said, you know, I really want to like do my own thing again. And, and so that was when I came back to coaching and, and realized, you know, I'd spent so much time in this space. I wanted to, to help other coaches particularly coaches who are heart-centered, coaches who want to make an impact, coaches who are who are who are trying to figure out how to how to grow businesses in a way that feels aligned, in a way mm-hmm. that allows them to create income and, mm-hmm. and freedom and also to be able to to do it in a way that feels good for them. And so the work that I do today as a business coach is really about that. It's helping other coaches launch and grow businesses, get clients and do that in a way that feels aligned, heart-centered, with integrity, with consciousness, with 
uh, the heart and soul of, of themselves fully integrated into the work that they do, which I think is something that often gets lost kind of in this conversation around growth and scale. And uh, certainly when I was uh, a director of sales, I, I mean, I think some, some, so many of these tactics and these things that were taught, you know, it's, 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 uh, it certainly a lot of them didn't feel aligned for me. So finding that balance and that way of integrating these tools in a way that feels good for all of us, I think is a practice. And so that's the work that I help people do today as a business coach. Gosh, I love it. And what I love most though, is how you're not putting everything in isolation, right? It's not like you just need a funnel. You just need this. You just need the next email. It's you need those things, right? Potentially if they're in alignment for you, but more importantly is how is that connected with integrity and with heart? And I think people are forgetting about those pillars and that they're just chasing the next transaction. They're just chasing the next dollar and money will, they'll still make money. But eventually we'll start to dry. And, and I see this over and over again with clients that I work with because they're no longer in alignment. Their heart's no longer in it. They've lost their purpose. They lost their drive. And they literally are just there looking for the next cash cow. And uh, yeah. so the fact that you bring into that, you know, your work, I think is so important. And I salute you on that because not a lot of coaches are looking at that. Uh, and I think where we're going in the online space is really looking holistically um, at people's like home lives, businesses, community, uh, heart, all these things that are going to have to work work in conjunction with each other and no longer in isolation. So it, I love it. You bring, bring music to my ears that you speak my language. Uh, hence again, <laughs> you do anyways. You had me in Napa Valley as you always do, my friend. So oh, yes. That's very sweet. I appreciate that. And I, and I agree. I think you're 100% right. You know, the thing is we, we don't, we like to, to act like business is this separate thing, but really your business and your life and who you are, like these, these separate kind of things and fears of our life are not separate. They're all mm -hmm. connected, how you are at home. And I mean, this is one of the things I love about uh, hypnotherapy. We've, we've had this conversation a couple of times now, like, like to me, the, the power of doing the inner work is that it, it affects every aspect of what we do, including our business. And so so of course, taking this holistic approach and, and and kind of breaking down these artificial barriers that we we use to to separate these these fears of our life and treating who we are as really just one human being existing in the world and, and all these different roles and in, in these different ways. It's like again, it's it's just you know I think back to when uh, I was getting ready to you know ask my husband for a divorce, and I think about you know every time he'd walk into the house, there was just like this heaviness around energy. So he'd, like where my office is, I'd see him walk in, and it would automatically shift my mood. You know, now I know I'm responsible for my mood, and I'm responsible for how I choose to show up, but there would just be this heaviness, right? And it was you know the heaviness got, got started to get more and more. And I was like, oh my goodness, this is impacting my business. It's impacting the way I show up it's there were so many things and I was like I, you cannot not address what's going on in home life or community uh in isolation like you can't you know so they do go hand in hand but again today we're going to talk about Facebook ads <laughs> because Jason, if you course. haven't noticed Jason and I could you know, keep on talking to your people we love to bring value but we also love a good chat but Facebook ads you know People can be scared of Facebook ads. People, uh, you know, they've heard they've heard horror stories, right, about Facebook ads or working with agencies or all of that. So today, I just want to start off real simply as we like dive into how to use Facebook ads to scale your business past multiple six figures. Not everyone, I mean, I would want to assume that everyone out out there understands Facebook ads and and how they might be used to scale, but not everyone might even understand 
that, you know, Facebook ads, for example, is now our Facebook is owned by Meta and you can do Instagram ads. You can also do Facebook ads. There's different ways that you can skin a cat, I guess you could say. So can we just start with like, what are Facebook ads? Really simple. And how can they start to be used to scale piece of those businesses past six figures? Yeah, for sure. Great question. So first of all, to normalize that if you're listening to this and the idea of Facebook ads or any form of ad- advertising is intimidating, you're not alone. I, I think I felt like, like that for a long time. And it was probably one of the biggest blocks that stopped me from trying to use ads in my business. Mm-hmm. So the way that I teach this today is, I mean, you have different currencies that you can use when it comes to growing your audience attracting leads, scaling your business. The two main currencies that we have are time and money. Mm -hmm. And most of us are really good at leveraging time in order to scale our business. Mm -hmm. You going out there, for example, this is what what we're doing right now. Me being here talking with you is me using my time and you using your time to be able to create a certain result in our businesses, right? I mean, of mm-hmm. course, we're here to give and share. And also there's a there's a business result of that, which is more people knowing who we are and being able to grow our audience and, and you know, bring new leads into our business and ultimately create more income as a result of that, right? So that's time. Mm-hmm. When you're creating content, you're you're on podcasts, you're you're basically trading your time for audience, for for leads, for income, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. The other currency you have is money. And this is a really powerful currency to be able to grow your business. And essentially, all ads are, are you basically going out there and exchanging your money for attention? Mm-hmm. That's all you're doing. And so the game of ads is nothing more than you going out there and basically saying, how can I, how can I spend a dollar to be able to to gain attention that's going to net me more than a dollar in my business at some point in the future. Mm-hmm. And that that is basically the game of advertising. So there are all these different platforms. You've got, you know, Meta, which has Facebook and Instagram and TikTok and, and Google has YouTube and all these different places, these platforms where you can basically go. And the amazing thing about Meta or Facebook, and maybe the also the terrible thing, depending on how you look at it, mm-hmm. is these platforms, social media, Facebook has basically collected all of this data about every single person who's on the platform, you and me included. Mm-hmm. And Facebook knows all about what we pay attention to and what we like and what we don't like and, and you know, what kind of things we're going to be interested in. And the whole business model of Facebook is basically to to sell that attention to mm-hmm. advertisers. So you can go out on Facebook and you can basically say, if I'm a business coach, for example, maybe my my potential clients are coaches, mm-hmm. I want you to take this ad of mine and I want you to show it to coaches. Mm-hmm. And Facebook, because of how amazing they are, can go figure out all the coaches on their platform and basically put you in front of people who are going to be really likely to be interested in what you do. Mm-hmm. And that works for all sorts of different niches, even if you're not a business coach. So that's the game of Facebook ads. It's you basically going out there, trading your money for attention with the goal of ultimately being able to take that attention and monetize it at a future point in your business. And for, in your opinion, and obviously, and I know you and I are all about alignment, but should people be using Facebook ads sooner or later in their business? So I I think that I like to describe like ads in general as like rocket fuel. Uh And like, I don't think there's any better way to like scale a business that's already working on some level. Like for context, 
last year in 2022, at the beginning of 2022, I think January, I made, I think it was like $9,700 in revenue in my business. Yep. And December, I think it was $64,000 in revenue that yep. I brought in. And uh-huh. 90% of that growth was was basically Facebook, like 6 xing yeah. the business over the course of a year. Mm-hmm. Now, I, in January and probably in the earlier part of the year, like it had taken me a year to get to the point where I really understood my niche. I had clarity on like, here's a specific group of people that I'm here to serve. I had I had an offer that people were already buying. I knew yeah. I had a good idea of what like my messaging was to be able to attract those people. And I was honing that in and getting clarity on that using organic marketing, you know, going mm-hmm. out and creating content on social media. And I did all that for a while until that started to get dialed in. And then it was like, okay, well, I know that I have like this thing that works. Mm-hmm. How do I just get it in front of more people and scale it up? That's when paid advertising, whether it's Facebook or anything else, I think, you know, all these other platforms are great too, works really, really well. Mm-hmm. What Where it love- doesn't work well is when when you're don't you don't have those things figured out first and you go out there before you've got clarity on those pieces and you end up like Facebook is really great at just taking your money and lighting it on fire. If you don't and I see a lot of people come to me, they're like, Facebook ads don't work. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, tell me more. And they're like, well, you know, I spent $500 or whatever. And I am like, did you know what your niche was? Did you have clarity on your offer? Like, did you know what the messaging was that you needed to do to to actually bring in the right people? And they're like, well, you know, I was still trying to figure those things out. So you don't want to do Facebook ads at that stage. Once you have clarity on your niche, your offer, your messaging is pretty dialed in, then that's the, that's the time to really start, start stepping into this world. I think that would go hand in hand though with anything a part of business is you have to develop the foundations in order to be able to build up, right? And I, I always use an analogy on the podcast about the three little pigs. Most businesses will come to me with a, a house made of sticks or a house made of hay. They've built something, it's structurally there, they're making a little bit of money, but it, do, it wouldn't take long for it to collapse. And it's in those instances when I see those businesses who haven't done the foundational work and have built a business of bricks, right? like the strong foundation that they're going to be there for a long time, messaging, offer, funnels, et cetera, that they then pour the fuel into Facebook ads and then get shitty and wonder why it's not working, right? Is you do still have to do the work. You can't just turn an ad on and hope for the best. And what I do see too sometimes though is, People might get a really great Facebook ad going. Like for example, I was running my uh, women in business retreat a couple of weekends ago. And there's this beautiful woman there and she had this um, freebie that was running. And I think she had gotten about 800 downloads, for example. Right. And I said, this is really great. But who is this particular downloadable for? Like, is it for... Uh, do you know what I mean? Say designers who are just new. Is it for designers who have been in the stage for a long time? Is it for just business owners in general? Like, who is it for? I said because it's all well and good if you've got eight hundred people who've just downloaded your stuff from ads, but if you don't know who it's for, m- most of those people probably aren't going to buy. It's just a vanity metric, right? She's like, oh, I probably need to be a bit more specific on the messaging, and I'm like, yeah, because if not, they're just going to sit, post, do you know what I mean? Click. And do nothing. And now you've just paid for these people and they're just going to sit there. So being very specific. And I also think you can then have an ad, let's just say that is firing and you've got people in your system. But if you don't have a post nurture sequence or a post funnel follow up that you're going to have, that too influences whether or not these ads are going to be successful long term. So it's not just the front end building those foundations. It's what you do once they're in your funnel that is equally as important and and bringing them along that client journey uh, to conversion. What are your thoughts about that? 
Absolutely. I think you're 100% right. It kind of goes back to what we were talking about earlier, where everything in business exists holistically, mm-hmm. like your marketing and your sales and, and your backend process and your funnels and your, your email nurture sequence and, and how you follow up with, with leads that are coming into to your world and your sales process and your offer. All these things exist as part of this kind of holistic ecosystem, right? Mm-hmm. So when we're talking about Facebook ads, we can't look at them independently of those things. And the key mm-hmm. to success with any form of marketing is it's not just about getting people in the door in the first place. It's also making sure that we've got a really solid system in place to be able to take those people and warm them up and, and, you know, make sure that they, they're going through the right sales process and that you've got the offer that's really going to land for them at the right time. And so all that stuff is super, super important for sure. And I think it becomes in many ways more important when it comes to using ads, not because it's, it's, I mean, it's always important, but when you're spending money <laughs> to yeah. acquire, like you can screw a lot of stuff up with your time. And the worst thing that happens is oh, I've wasted a couple of hours, but when you're, you're spending, you know, thousands of dollars every week on, on, on advertising, I think it becomes more important to have that stuff. Cause you can really, you know, you can really tank your business by, by, by really not having those things in place. And, and I, and I say that as a word of caution, but also not to scare people away. I think these are these are tools that can be used and you don't need to have things perfectly dialed in. And, and of course, all of this stuff is going to evolve and shift and change over time. So certainly be, be paying attention to these things. And at the same time, like we all know, you know, funnels are never done there. They, we're just constantly building these things and, and growing, you know, and, and, and optimizing as we go. How important do you think it is for people to understand Facebook ads, how they work, the different campaigns, how you can retarget and things like that versus going straight to outsourcing to an agency? I wouldn't recommend outsourcing. Mm-hmm. I, I So I run all my own ads. Mm-hmm. Um, and this was actually, we, we both have a, a, a business mentor that we work with, uh, Scott Oldford, who mm-hmm. you know, Scott actually really helped me with this when I first got started. And I was like, the first thing I did was like, I don't understand Facebook ads. Let me go hire somebody. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and yeah. I brought somebody on my team who, you know, was like a self-professed Facebook ads expert. And looking back, like compared to the work that I'm doing now, like, like it was a waste of time and money. Mm-hmm. And people think like, I think there's a difference between like delegating and abdicating. Uh-huh. And abdication is like, I don't understand something and I don't want to understand something. And so rather than taking the responsibility of understanding it, I'm just going to kind of like hand it off to somebody else and just like pretend that that means that I don't actually have to understand it to be able to scale. Mm. And delegation, on the other hand, is, okay, I understand something and maybe i've i've gotten to the point where i'm actually pretty good at it but i just recognize at this stage in my business that there are other higher leverage priorities mm. so i'm going to hand this off to somebody else as like a strategic move to free me up to be able to focus on things that are more important those are two very different things They're and very like different hugely different and one like one will get you in a lot of trouble mm-hmm. and i see this a lot with people who you know it's like um, and I'm not saying there there's never a case to hire something out, you know, that maybe you're just not good at or you're never going to be good at. But in most cases, like I find the best strategy is like really seeking to understand something and at least develop some like foundational knowledge with it before you start hiring it out. Um, so I'd recommend personally, like I really don't think you need to hire somebody to do Facebook ads. Like I run all my own ads. Uh, it's actually not that hard. 
like the system itself is pretty easy to understand. It's pretty simple. It does take a little bit of time to like understand the basics, just like anything else. Mm. But Facebook has become so much easier over the past few years. Like they've really made it so much easier and you really don't need to be some like data, like spreadsheet, you know, expert (laughs) to be able to understand this stuff. Uh, it, it really is totally possible for for just about anyone out there to be able to understand this enough to run profitable ads. And I I agree with you. Like anything from like when I first started my first e-com business, where we had like we ended up with like fourteen hundred different baby products and all that. But when we started the first outsourcing SEO, for example, I was still working full time as a mental health clinician. I had one young child, you know, all of those things, and so I was like, you have to outsource. But I couldn't, it wasn't till I then had my web developer start a new build for the business. And he's like, you do know that your SEO company is not doing anything. I was like, what do you mean? I was like, I'm paying them like $1,500 a month. What do you mean they're not doing anything? He's like, uh, and nothing's done. No alt text is done. No meta descriptions are done. No SEO titles are done. None of your images are saved correctly. And I was like, what? But because I didn't understand the basics of SEO, I wasn't able to call them out. I wasn't able to ask more in-depth questions when I was getting the monthly report. I just assumed that because I was paying them, they were doing the right thing. So I'm a firm believer that like, you know, there comes a time that you might need to outsource, but always try to understand at least the basics of anything that you're trying to outsource so that you can have better, more enriched conversations, but also have control of your business. And that was a huge thing, do you know what I mean, that I uh, you know, didn't do when I first started business 12 years ago. And I, I say now to all clients, understand the basics of anything you're about to outsource. Attention, women in business. Get ready to ignite your success and elevate your game. Join me for an exclusive three-day women in business conference from October 31st to November 2nd at the breathtaking Gold Coast, Australia. Designed exclusively for online business owners, service-based business owners, coaches, consultants, and course creators. What to expect at this amazing three-day Women in Business conference? Expect an immersive experience filled with fun, empowering keynote speakers, interactive workshops, networking opportunities with other successful business owners, gain valuable insights, forge meaningful connections, and leave inspired to take your business to new heights. 12 speakers have already been announced with five more speakers being announced shortly. We have Steph Taylor joining us, Anita Seek joining us, Lisa Cordiff joining us, and not to mention Manny from Sound Healing Australia, who will be there for the most magical sound healing experience ever. You do not want to miss the event of the year for women in business. To secure your ticket, head to AngelaHenderson.com.au today. Yeah, you know, great lesson. We're, we're about to, I know when we were at um, Napa Valley, one of the things like I'm doubling down on. So since coming back from Napa Valley less than four weeks ago, I have about 150 different partnerships in the pipeline. And um, one of the things that are you, one of the things that I did though, is I'm the one in here doing all of it at the moment. And it's a lot of work. It is a lot of work, but I wanted to be the one in there reaching out to these partnerships, having these conversations, coming up with the canned responses and the templates and our system and Airtable and click up on how how this was going to work and how we monitored and how we track everything uh, even tighter than what I've done in the past. And I, I have to be the one in there. How can I hand this to my team if I don't even know how it's going to work mechanically? I'm just setting everyone up for failure and frustration. Not to mention, I potentially compromise my brand and the trust of these people that I'm partnering with. So for me, is, is sometimes you've got to get in there and do the nitty gritty in order to be able to scale. And sometimes it sucks and sometimes you're bored and sometimes you don't want to. But I do believe if you really wanted to build those foundations for sustainable success, you got to do the work sometimes in order to get there. And ads, I believe, is one of them. You've got to do the work, understand it uh, so that you can grow uh, sustainably. 
Yeah, well said. I agree. Now, Facebook ads have changed. The landscape has changed over the past few years. What have you found with running your own ads and you know working with some of your clients around this? What are some of the latest trends and best practices for business owners to keep in mind when they're looking at using ads to scale their business? So there's a bunch of things that are, are changing that have changed over the past few years. The Probably the biggest thing is with everything that's happened over the past few years with privacy, it's getting a little bit more difficult to, to target mm-hmm. on the ads platform. Yeah. There used to be a lot more options to be able to, to really like segment and, and to be able to get like really specific about who you're, you're actually, your ads are getting in front of. Yep. A lot of that data has, is just no longer available. I think that's probably going to continue like over the next few years. I think paid advertising specifically, like really like targeted social media type advertising is going to get more difficult. At the same time, I think there's a ton of opportunity there. It just means the landscape has changed. What has changed, I think for the better in many cases, is a lot of these ad platforms have become more and more and more automated. Mm -hmm. Whereas before you used to be like, used to play much more of a role and really being able to like, like, like tell Facebook, like, Hey, show these ads to like these people and and set all this like criteria and, and get really granular around like how they're going to show your ads on the platform. For the most part, it's kind of like driving a Tesla now where yeah. you get into the car and like you turn on like the self-driving mode and it kind of like does it itself. It's pretty amazing. Yeah. I think that actually makes things a lot better for people, especially newer folks who may not have a lot of experience with Facebook ads because you can hop onto the platform as long as you have good creative, Yeah, which is, I think the most important thing, it's more important than ever. Like the ad that the platform will kind of take care of itself as long as you kind of give it like some starting uh, guidelines to be able to to basically say like here's here's the right direction. It will basically take that information and and figure out you know where to show your ads and the best placements and the best people, and it will kind of hone in all that stuff automatically. So that that's kind of the world that we're moving towards is a more automated, more easy to use ad platform. And this is happening across all of these ad platforms. I think that's good news for folks because it's easier. The thing that's more important than ever is the quality of your creative, having really good copy, really good images. If you you know are using image-based ads, video-based content, I think is becoming more and more like, like I mean, if you look at everything that's happened over the past few years with with TikTok and just reels and like in general, just video based, like long form vertical or short form vertical based content, like like uh, there's a huge opportunity there across all ad platforms for people who are leveraging that content. So if you're familiar, if you've been posting organically on TikTok or even, you know, Instagram reels and things like that. A lot of that content is is also like the same principles are going to apply to to your ad creative. Uh, it's just being able to create like really engaging ads that. that and then the last thing I'll say on this is just ads that don't look like ads. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, it's funny. And you want like people? I, oh, go, sorry. Go ahead. Uh, go ahead. You know, I was just going to say like yeah, like some of the funniest ones. I don't know if you know a person by the name of Molly Pittman is uh, she was finishing up her launch and she was living in uh, Amsterdam at the time. And she was going down like the Amsterdam canal running as if she's like locked, like missed the boat, do you know? And she's just running. And it was the most organic video ever, but it was like amazing. It stopped the scroll, right? It was disruptive. It kept you engaged. 
you're like, what? Did, oh no, Molly's going to miss the boat. Like what's going on? But it was just like, doors are closing. Don't miss your opportunity to work with me. But it was absolutely legend, but it was just like filmed on her iPhone. It was just, I mean, in using the, the environment that she had, she was a little bit creative about how she did it, tied it in with some coffee and it was fantastic. Right. So I do think that there's an element of you've got to be a little bit smarter about how are people stopping the feed in order to be engaged with whatever it is that you're having, you know, you're going to be giving them a freebie, signing up for a masterclass, signing up for a summit, etc. So yes, I think, yeah, you've got to still be smart on how you use that tool. Yeah. And and the good news is that everything that works well organically, like the same, these same exact principles apply. So for anyone out here, here who's like cut their teeth on organic, like you're going to do really well on paid ads because paid ads amplify. They're an amplifier of that, mm-hmm. uh, but they're not going to fundamentally change the principles of like what's going to get somebody to pay attention to something. Mm-hmm. So, so for sure, like I, it's interesting, like when I look at all the ads that I've run and like the ads that are most effective, the ads that do the best are the ads that don't look like ads. Like I have this ad running. I've had it running for like nine months now. It's crazy. It's literally, it's like a pitch to like download my free guide. Uh, like mm-hmm. a, a buy an attraction guide. And the image is me and my girlfriend, Kimberly. Mm-hmm. And we were just like out on a date one night. And I think somebody just like took a picture of us with, with their iPhone. Yep. And <laughs> I've tried so many, like I've, I've had, you know, professional brand photos and all this stuff. And for some reason, like this, like crappy iPhone shot does way better like, like cost per leads are way lower. And I'm like, wow, why is that? And I think there's two reasons for it. Number one is because it doesn't look like an ad. Mm-hmm. And number two, I think there's another element of like social proof with like, you know, specifically with men, like people, you know, when, when you, when women see, you know, a, a picture of a man with another woman, I think uh, woman there, I think there is some level of like trust that's built through that mm-hmm. versus like, a kind of a solo man. Maybe there's a little bit more like, like skepticism around that. Yeah. I don't know. Mm-hmm. That's my theory. Yeah. But, um, but I think it's interesting, like, just like, wow, like iPhone shots, like selfies, things that are just like you filming something like a, a really like casual ad on your iPhone, like that stuff works better than anything else. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. And again, just again, going back to that infusing fun lightness, we're told that you need professional images. You must do this. You must look a certain way. People want to feel relatable to you. People want to feel connected to you. And in a time as ever before, and we were talking about this in Napa, is connection and intimacy is going to trump despite all the AI and everything that's going out. So those really lighthearted and fun images that you can capture on your phone, test those. Don't be afraid to test those. And don't think you've got to go spend thousands on professional imagery. There's a time and place for professional imagery, but I believe ads, it's about captivating to me that warmth and stopping them and getting them in there so yes iphones all the way now what have you seen over the last 12 months we're talking about trends but what mistakes do you see businesses making and should avoid when running facebook ads i think it's the timeless mistakes that i see from a lot of people the first Mm -hmm. is jumping into paid advertising before you've got the foundations in place mm-hmm. yep. before you have clarity on your niche your offer you've got messaging that's that's pretty dialed in you could argue you could go in before that but you're probably gonna you're just gonna spend a bunch of money learning and yeah, yeah. that's pretty painful for a lot of people so i'd rather skip that step and at least get it you know close to right before you jump on 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 the paid ads train so that that's one i think the second is like Paid ads require any form of advertising, I think, requires a long term mindset. Mm-hmm. 
And I think this is something in business that I've really learned and, and something that I'm still really anchoring more fully into. Like when I, when I started as a coach, I was very focused on like, how do I get leads? How do I get clients? How do I make money? Like, it was very like, like short term, how do I do the thing that's going to get me the thing like this week? Yeah, yeah. And as I've scaled and grown, you know, past multiple six figures, soon to be seven figures, like the thing that's probably changed for me the most is that my time horizon has really widened. Mm-hmm. And so I don't think of things in terms of like days now. I think of them in terms of like months and years. Mm-hmm. And being able to sit down and say, I'm going to make this investment in this thing, knowing very well that it's probably going to take a couple of months and thousands of dollars for me to figure this out. And I'm going to sit through that and sit through the discomfort of that, knowing that what's on the other side is going to be like a long-term ROI. Mm. But that means that I have to kind of release this idea of like making something happen tomorrow. I think a lot of people jump onto ad platforms and they just throw up an ad and it's like they spend some money and they're not profitable or something doesn't work right away. And then they immediately pull the plug and they're like, well, Facebook ads don't work or like, you know, I need to you know, do something else. And we get this like spaghetti method thing where you just jump onto the next thing and throw another thing against the wall. Mm-hmm. I, I think like, like these platforms are incredibly powerful and the potential for them to be able to like really scale and grow your business is massive. Mm-hmm. And it takes some time to dial these things in. It's not like an overnight, you just flip on an ad and suddenly you're like rolling in the dough. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, for me, like in terms of like the approach that I take in terms of paid advertising is it's very relational. It's very, I'm not a big fan of like the, and there's lots of different ways to run ads, but you can run ads where it's like you run the cold, you know, you advertise to to the cold person, you get them on the webinar, you get them on the sales call, like within like three days, and then you pitch them the thing. Personally, not, and I, and you know, when I was a director of sales, that was the business run, model that we were running. And we, mm. sc- I mean, we scaled really quickly that way. I'm just not a big fan of it for a number of reasons. We had, you know, higher than, than normal refund rates because you're getting a bunch of people who have no idea who you are, you know, on sales calls, you had to, we had to build a really big sales team and take all these and field all these calls with people versus like a more long-term strategy where, you know, maybe somebody comes into your world and you're warming them up over time with your content. And maybe they, you know, don't convert for like a couple months, just Mm. being able to take that longer term approach and really focus on building relationships and leading with value and being able to, to trust that like that conversion is going to happen, but it may not happen like in a very short period of time. Personally, like like for me, that's the mindset that I've really adopted in my business. And it's a practice because it takes kind of letting go of this like short-term thinking. Personally, if you're gonna step into like the ads world and, and start experimenting with all of this, I think that long-term mindset in terms of having the right expectations around, okay, it's gonna take me some time to figure this out. And also like really building a funnel that's focused more on that long-term strategy being able to really nurture and build relationships with people over the long haul. I think that's the, that's the attitude that, you know, and the mindset is that, that that's most conducive to like success. And I think so many people want immediate gratification. They start a business, they press go, you know, or go live on their, on their website and they expect to already have a 10, 10 K month because this is what they're consuming. This is what they're reading. This is what they're seeing, but this is so far from the truth. And so I also think that there's this notion of the muscle of practicing patience. 
Now, I'm not saying not do anything. It's, it's like people who want to manifest and they say, manifest a fucking Lamborghini, but don't take action. You still have to take action. But practicing the muscle of patience. If you are doing something every single day to move forward in your business and you're testing and you're retesting and you're, you know, what I mean? whatever it is, trust that it's coming, right? How could it not come? Data doesn't lie to you. It's just that it becomes a numbers game, right? That's it. Take the emotion out of it. It is a numbers game. And I just think that if you can learn patience, the sooner you can learn patience, the the sooner you will surrender. And if you can surrender, the sooner naturally your vibration changes and and good things will come. Uh, But again, we're trying to force things into a hole that doesn't work because we feel like we're failing or there's shame or there's a combination of things. But the reality of it is, is it's patience. Success, success doesn't happen overnight. Yeah. And it's a message that's not particularly sexy. And also I think, you know, totally. and I'll throw my hat into the ring as somebody who, you know, I think us as business coaches, sometimes we contribute to this as part of the problem where, you know, we're all sharing testimonials about people who, you know, had the quick wins and the, they're very sexy. I mean, we all want to believe and buy into that narrative. And I, and there's plenty of people who are able to create quick results and quick wins Mm -hmm. and there's nothing wrong with that. And that's part of the narrative. And there's also plenty of people who it takes a lot more time. And, Mm -hmm. and, um, and so, yeah, to normalize that, that, ultimately like the path to success typically is a long yeah. road. <laughs> I know I just shared time. recently and I agree with you here. It's, it's all about context. This is why my client's going to be coming on uh, to the podcast when I chat to her next is that, you know, a client came to me the other day and she said, Ange, guess what? And I said, what? And she said, I did one of the things that you suggested in our strategy session. And I'm like, yep, radio. And she's like, um, she's like, and that one strategy yielded me $156,000. And I was like, great. I said, were you in alignment? She's like, yes. And I'm like, well, fuck yeah, do more of that. Now, in a Facebook post, you can write long stories. You can write stories. That was all the context that I gave in that particular one. But when I get on the podcasts, I want to dive deeper about when did that strategy first get planted to her, right? That strategy first was planted to her 12 months earlier. It just didn't happen on her first session. And then she made $156,000. It was, I had to plant the seed. I had to water the seed over the years. I had to pick, um, do you know what I mean? The uh, weeds over the 12 months with her, do you know what I mean? Working on her mindset, making her stronger, stronger, right? Letting her start to believe in herself, right? And then we put the sunshine on the the flower, right? And we had to water it a little bit more. And then she was ready because it felt in alignment for her. Right. So that's the thing is, is, you know, our, our, you know, Scott too, he's told me things and that I've, I've finished working with Scott at the moment, probably about a year ago, but we're still in each other's systems. But one of the things though, is that there's things that I do now that, that Scott had taught me years ago. And I think people, when they hire business coaches such as ours, they want quick wins really, really quickly. And they forget that you'll still be getting wins from your business coach long after you're actually physically working with them. Um, And again, that patience, because you won't be ready to receive some of the ideas we give. Some of the ideas you'll never receive, but some of those ideas will land as you grow and evolve as a human. uh, And it doesn't happen overnight. Now. Yeah. I love that. I love that. Now, one of the things that I do want to ask though, is again, because people always like to hear personal experiences. What is your, how do you personally, and how have you been using Facebook ads? What success have you seen? Uh, what's worked for you? Share uh, share with us a little bit more about what what are how Facebook ads have helped you to scale to multiple six figures. 
Yeah. So, I mean, last year, my business grew by 600%. And that was primarily due to Facebook ads. Mm -hmm. And I've since expanded, you know, uh, across other platforms. I've started using YouTube ads and uh, collectively probably spend around 20 grand a month on advertising today. And I had no paid advertising running prior to 2022. Mm -hmm. So this has been a huge shift and a huge place of growth for me personally this past year. The way that I'm using ads today is pretty simple. I have I have ads running basically like my opt-in. So I've I've got people, you know, cold people who don't know me that are seeing these ads all the time that are opting in to download a free guide that I have. That's basically like a guide to help you scale your coaching business. And so that's basically the tool that I'm using to bring new people into my world. And then the second piece of this is something our mentor calls omnipresence, uh, which I've implemented in my business. And you'll have to excuse my dog who's bark. There's something about dogs and podcasts. It's like the time, the time of the day that that podcast happen or the time of the day that dogs decide, you know, we're going to go crazy. Totally. Anyways. <laughs> um, so, so, so the second piece of this is, is I think a, a piece that a lot of people don't, don't do when it comes to paid advertising, because everybody's focused on the front end, like bringing people into your funnel and your world. But, but, but also like, um, so, so there's this thing called omnipresence, which essentially is like someone opts in, let's say to download a free guide of yours or checks out your site or whatever. And now you can retarget them. And you mm-hmm. can start showing them lots of different pieces of content. And over a period of months, they can actually warm up to you similarly to how, you know, if they were maybe following you on Instagram, they'd start seeing your content in their feed. You can actually pay for that. And it can be an incredible way of just like nurturing and building a relationship with someone who's new in your world. So I've got all these ads set up on the back end to basically nurture people with content, with value, with testimonials, with content that basically positions me as an expert. So, you know, people are are seeing those those ads that are actually being retargeted to them mm. through through Facebook and Instagram. So those two pieces, those those have been really important. And and the nice nice part about all of this is number one, it's created a lot of consistency in my business. Not that things are perfectly consistent. I still have, you know, peaks and valleys in terms of revenue. Yeah. But I've got people coming in all the time, every single day from ads. So there's there's a lot of consistency just in terms of lead flow mm-hmm. versus when I was 100% on organic. And I love organic too, and things like partnerships and all that stuff. But it does tend to create more of these kind of like spikes and peaks and valleys in terms of your lead flow, mm-hmm. which is, you know, um, there are pros and cons to that. Mm-hmm. But it's created a lot more consistency. And then the second thing is, um, the freedom of just having a system that's working for you. So like when I went to Big Sur a couple of weeks ago, I was totally off the grid and I had applications coming in like all the time just from those leads that were actually like seeing my content, being exposed to things on the back end because I'm spending money. I'm not spending time mm-hmm. to be able to, to create that system and that process that's working for me. So that's kind of a... a sense of what that's created for me and, and my business. Um, and right now, you know, like I said, I spend probably close to 20 grand a month on ads and it's, it's split between Facebook and YouTube has been a more recent like addition. Uh, but most of my spend is still on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. And so you're using it for Legion. Are you using ads for anything else at the moment? Do you, mean, do you have like anything that's like any launches that are coming up? Are you do you have any masterclasses that are coming up? Do you are you running any events that are coming up? How else are you potentially using Facebook ads? 
I have like an evergreen low ticket offer that I mm-hmm. have. It's like a $47 uh, masterclass that I, mm-hmm. that I run for people who are new in my world that basically they come onto my email list and then like two weeks in they'll get, they'll get this, this, uh, this basic like, like evergreen launch for like, for this program. Mm-hmm. And I also have ads tied into that too. So there's basically like an open cart period for them and, and they get those ads that are basically like dynamic depending on kind of how, when, when they signed up for my email list, if that mm-hmm. makes sense. Yeah. So, so that's something that I've also used them for and that's worked pretty well. And, uh, yeah, I mean, whenever I do launches and things like that, you know, depending on the size of the launch, I'll, I'll, you know, depending on how big it is and and how much reach I want, like, like the paid advertising as well can be a great tool for that. Dude, I love it. And I know you've got a lot of plans coming up for 2023. Share with us, you know, what, what's, what is Jason doing for the rest of this year? Yeah. Well, we've got the summit coming up that I'm excited mm-hmm. to share with your people. And we, we we talk about that in a minute. Yeah. Uh, for me personally, there's a couple of things I'm focused on. The first and probably the biggest is, is really starting to help people implement and apply how to actually run Facebook ads and how to scale using Facebook ads in their businesses. Mm-hmm. So this has been something that I've been really passionate about and excited about because I, I think there's so much potential for people out there to be able, especially to be honest, in, in this, if we do end up in a recession, like the first thing that happens is like all these big companies cut their ad spend. Mm-hmm. So what that means is that we get cheaper attention and the opportunity for paid advertising, I think is there's more potential in this space, like potentially over the next 12 to 18 months than ever before. Mm-hmm. So all that being said, that's a big focus of like what I'm actually working on right now. And I've got a program that I'm going to be launching soon to help people with that. Yep. Uh, and then we've got this awesome summit coming up too, where do. you're a, you're a part of this. I'm a part of this. We've got, we've got seven of the most incredible business coaches, mentors, leaders in the online business space on the planet coming together to share their wisdom, their knowledge, to be able to equip people with the tools that they need to really thrive and scale and grow their business in today's world. Mm-hmm. So much is changing. You and I both know this, right? Like AI. 100%. I mean, like it's AI and yeah, like you just say AI and everybody's like... <laughs> What the what the hell? What, yeah, totally. What is going on? It's changing. And as we know, like for every three months that AI is out, it's it's evolving nine months in quickness, right? So it it's is cra- it's, it's fast. crazy. It's crazy and it's exciting. And I think for for people out there, for online business owners, for coaches, for for people who are on in the online business space, who are forward thinkers, who are ready to embrace change, who are ready to adapt to challenges. I think there's there's so much opportunity out there and the people that I see that are the most successful are the ones that are out there learning and mm-hmm. surrounding themselves with, you know, cutting edge thought leaders and people who are, who are, who are sharing new ideas and, and teaching them how to adapt in new ways to this changing world. And so in the spirit of that, we put together this summit, which again, we've brought together seven, including you, mm-hmm. myself included, and I'll humbly add my, my name in this as well. Totally. Seven of what, what I think to be some of the most incredible mentors, coaches out there who are helping online business owners. And I personally, I've done a, an interview with each of them. And we've all kind of compiled like our best wisdom, our best strategies, uh, things that you can apply immediately in your business to, to, to really dial things in and start scaling and, and start growing and start leveraging these new tools and these new strategies that are going to work in the road ahead. And it's completely free. 
and I'm so excited to share it with people. So, um, where so can they sign up for this and when is it happening? Yeah, for sure. So, uh, there's, so the first thing is there's a link, uh, if you go to my website, jasonmoss.com, that's J A S O N M O S S.com forward slash summit 2023. Mm-hmm. That'll send you to the registration page. It's completely free. This is a virtual summit, so everything's basically pre-recorded. We 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 have got the the summit's going to go live on on May 29th, and every day I'll be sending out a separate interview from each of our seven mentors, including you, Angela. We've yeah. got we've got a whole day dedicated to your your three S method, which I'm so excited to share with people. And again, this is completely free you get the recordings, you can go through them at your own time. So you don't have to like show up to any zoom calls. I know we're all burned out from zoom meetings anyways yes. at this point. 100%. And if you go to that link, jasonmoss.com slash summit 2023, you can register right away and I'll make sure that you get all the information. Again, it's completely free and there's really no reason why not to do this. August. I totally agree. And I only ever include myself in things that are awesome and things that are valuable. I get asked to be on about eight summits, seven to eight summits a month, you know, and I choose them very wisely uh, because it's, it's important that my audience gets the uh, gets content and resources that are actually going to move them forward. And then that is just not fluff and they're going to remain stagnant and they waste their time because time's the only thing that we cannot get back in our life. So yeah, so I'm super excited for the summit to be going live. It's going to be absolutely epic. I'm so glad that you're hosting it, Jace. Now I've got one final question before we wrap up. And my question to you is, is what do you know now that you wish you knew when you first started out in business? Well, I want to give you a good answer and just pause <laughs> for a second. <laughs> <laughs> this is a good question. I think that what really strikes true for me today is that this is a long game. Mm-hmm. And it's not about sprinting to some finish line. Mm-hmm. And that in order to succeed in the long term, alignment and being able to create a business that is an outer expression of who you really are mm-hmm. and allows you to show up in a way that feels good for you mm-hmm. so that you can really sustain mm-hmm. over the long haul, that that is like the, the big magic secret. Because honestly, you can screw pretty much everything up and just keep showing up. And if you're able to just commit to like the consistency and the energy and the momentum of you just like showing up day after day and trying new things and continuing to be in the game, you're going to be successful. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so I think it's, it's for me, it's, how do I create the question that I'm asking myself today is how do I create a business that allows me to live a life that I really love? And that I think is the most important question that we all can be asking ourselves. And the question I wish I would have asked myself when I first started back in 2016. Yep. Because again, so many people are trying to chase the seven figure business dream, but that's not actually what they want. Right. Yeah. It's, be... dumb. it's just some, some vanity metric that, you know, any, any, uh, any financial milestone I think I've ever hit in my life has been uh, empty. And I mean that in the best sense of the word that there's nothing in that. There's mm. no sense of like arrival or no sense of like, I've made it. It's mm-hmm. just an arbitrary thing that we, we, some goalposts that we, and I'm, I'm all for making money. I love making yeah. money, <laughs> but yeah. it's not the thing to hang your hat on. It's not like, like, let me wake up every day and be miserable so I can hit some like mythical thing that I think I'm going to uh, need. 
It looks like your dog's barking. It's too. like, yay, great. great fall. It's like, it's like, she's like, it's time <laughs> to wrap up. The, the dogs, dogs have had enough. Out. Now listen, before <laughs> we finish, one final thing is where can people find you? I know you talked about the summit, but where can they find you? So you can check out my website, jasonmoss.com. That's probably the best place to go. We've got linked links to our Facebook group, which is an incredible place for coaches. We got over 10,000 people in there now. Um, just I'm, I'm running free trainings and things like that all the time there. We've also got, you know, other links to social channels and things like that all in my site, jasonmoss.com. I love it. I absolutely love it. Thank you so much for being on the podcast today. I know it's getting late over in the US of A. I wish I was able to give you a hug just like I did a couple of weeks ago in Napa Valley. I'm proud of you. I'm excited for you. I'm so glad to be a part of your summit. It's an absolute privilege. And I look forward to us you know, continuing our relationship and staying connected. But for now, for those that are listening, don't forget that the show notes and all the links for Jason will be in our uh, available at AngelaHenderson.com.au. An amazing human, no matter where you are in the world, keep smiling smiling, keep being awesome. And I hope you have a beautiful day, no matter where you are in the world. Thanks again, Jace. And I look forward to staying connected. Thank you. Take care, Angela. Thanks for listening to the Angela Henderson online business show, www.angelahenderson.com.au.